It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Monday, December 12th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome back after the weekend to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. Uh, Friday just relaxed, which was super nice. Saturday went to Lake Lees, did some snowboarding, went to a show at Commonwealth. Moon Tricks was playing, which was awesome. Very nice. Had some dinner. That's, yeah. I'd never even heard of Moon Tricks, and I saw that show was sold out, and people were talking about it. Yeah. I hadn't heard of them before either, and uh, Matt was talking about going, and I was like, I'm going to check these guys out. And then I, like, really liked it, and I was like, I'd love to go check them out. And they were awesome. They were super good, and I would go see them again in a heartbeat. So uh, they made a new fan. It was great. Very cool. Yeah. Um, we went to the Roughnecks game on Saturday night. That was fun. My boys had never been to the Saddle Dome before, so they thought it was pretty cool to take the train down and yeah. see inside that building and everything. And, and the Roughnecks games are just so much fun for a family. Like, totally. There's, just, there's lots going on, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a fun night out for, uh, for a family. Um, other than that, I did tons of work in the in the wood shop. I finished up the, the, those cabinets I was building in my living room, and they look awesome. great, so I'm happy. Uh, yeah. Other than that, had a good show today. It was fun to be back. We're going to talk about farting at the Vatican. We're going to talk about uh, waking up early and being snobbish about it. What I feel is the worst era of pop music ever. Some Fortune 500 businesses, some little victories, an etymology, getting irrationally angry about small things, your checklist for dating, an annoying vocal style, and some small town news after your out of context clip of the show. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I passed another small town news headline that I thought was pretty funny over the weekend, okay. Becker. Ashmont's 41st Buck of the Season Awards brings out the best of the best. So All right. It's an award ceremony for, of course, people who have shot their best bucks. And the photo attached is hilarious because it's a bunch of Terry's just hanging up their or holding up their skulls, right? The buck skulls and. Somebody was awarded the top buck of the season, and there you go. Now, I have to wonder. I'm, I'm not a hunter. No. But based on the way that even, even my brother-in-law you know, talks about hunting and stuff, I would, I would think that people would already know who had shot the best buck around. Well, In a small community? You'd think so. You'd catch wind of, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so... You so and so got a deer. How big was it? Right. It's really just you, Terry's bragging rights, right? They want to bring in their <laughs> their racks and they want to show it off to each other and be like, "Look measuring. at the size of yeah. this one," and yeah, you know that's what it's all about. So, yeah, yeah. All right. thought that's, that was good inspiration for another small town news segment. The giant crochet hook is getting a new coat of paint. The painting will commence on January 13th and take approximately four weeks. The town has been credited with the world's largest crochet hook for 15 years now, and it attracts tens of visitors annually. Town police have seized four grams of illegal drugs and $17 cash in their largest ever drug bust. (laughs) Nobody has been arrested because that's not very much drugs at all. And Gord Grifton took home this year's Buck of the Season award. His buck weighs 260 pounds and had an impressive 14-point rack. Anyone with information on if the scales used in competition also work to measure a woman's rack is asked to call Terry. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Friend of the show, Nils, sent me a video making fun of vocal fry. You're aware of vocal fry, Shauna? Yes. The way of talking. Yeah. Um... And this video was specifically making fun of like the valley girl type way of talking. Uh, I'll just play a clip for you. What can I get you? I'd like a large coffee. Okay, so hot coffee? Hot coffee. Okay, room for cream? Totally leave room for cream. 
<laughs> Why are you talking like that? Why are you talking like that? Because totally. this is my voice? This is my voice. <laughs> no, it's not. I heard you talking a minute ago. I know you don't talk like that. Neither do you, because nobody actually <laughs> talks like this. <laughs> yeah, it's that, like, a little thing at the end. Yeah, like, you don't fully, like, you don't Yeah, you don't talk like that. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> trail. it's like a tail. It's a tail in your mouth. Yeah, That's it's a little sizzle a little, uh, at the end. It's hard to listen to. I hear it in lots of podcasts. Yeah. Um, I don't think, thankfully, I don't think either of us are guilty of really committing a lot of vocal fry. I don't think so. No? I mean, maybe unintentionally the odd time, but you never, I don't know. I'm like, if okay. we started doing that, it'd get really annoying. Yeah. Like if you it? listen to, like uh, just, so we uh, just did this. Just kinda, uh, just like listening to a couple of frogs. Just uh, croak, uh, croaking out a radio show here. Yeah, uh, we're digging croak so much. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I was watching that new documentary series, uh, Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. About, of course, you know, Prince Harry and them leaving and all that stuff. Fascinating, by yeah, the way. You said it was good, even as someone who wasn't a royal watcher or anything. Yes. Yeah. It's the first thing I've watched, uh, documentary series wise, that has kept my attention through the whole thing. Normally, I get super distracted and I wander off and, and stuff, and it, it, it totally kept me. Um, but one of the things that Prince Harry mentioned, which I thought was pretty funny, is that he, he used to have a list of requirements for what he looked for in a woman. Oh, really? And I was thinking about that, and I was laughing. I was like, a list. He had a full-out yeah. list. Checklist. Did he share any of the items on his list? He did not. Megan was sitting beside him, and he was like, <laughs> it, 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 that. That is what was on my list, and just points to Megan, which, good call. Good thing to say <laughs> right then and there. Um, but it made me laugh a little bit. I was like, I don't know many guys, especially, who have like a list, an actual list of requirements. Then yeah. It got me thinking. I was like, what would be on your list? Like, if you had... Certain very important things. Of course, I know you're in a you're in a marriage. You yeah. are married happily to McKenna. But what is it about her? Do you think that is like absolutely essential? Like, what would be on your list? I don't know. I never like I never really had a list. No, even when I was single. Yeah. And even if I did have a list, I don't know if like McKenna would have fit at the time. Fit the, yeah, at the yeah. time. But you just there was a feeling, right? You yeah. just like I really enjoyed hanging out with her and right and. uh I don't know how you if you can quantify it like that, right? I find people who have lists like that. It's it's funny because some people do. People have like kind of checklists they're looking for, and I'm like, that is a terrifying way to go about things. Because then every time you meet somebody, you're like, nah, they don't fit it. You kind of yeah. like quickly get rid of them because of that. Because you might not be missing good. something great then. Yeah, because it doesn't fit into your idea of what you might not I mean, know what you want until you you see it or hear it. There are some things I think that you could consider to be part of a list that maybe are non negotiable. Like mm-hmm. if like if you have if if you have no interest in like drinking or drugs, and right. You're with someone who you find someone who does, then maybe that's going to be totally an insurmountable hurdle, right? Yeah. Or you know, like when I was before I met McKenna, I w- I didn't really want to date anybody who had kids. Already, mm-hmm. if I wanted, if I was going to have a family, I wanted it to be yep. my own kids. Which I mean, that's my own preference. Some people are fine dating people who totally, have, but like, would that be considered a, a, an item on a list? Not necessarily. Like, I I know one thing for me that I I tend to just look for, and it's not on a list of any sort. I just notice that about myself is a genuine smile. A genuine smile. And I don't know why. I think it's because then it shows. Like for some reason, if you have a genuine good smile, I feel like that reflects you as a person in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've just got this smile, I'm like, yeah, you, you can almost tell, right? Like, I'm like, oh, they just seem like a good person. Which, maybe not. I mean, you could have a really nice, genuine smile and be a complete jerk, too. So, probably not the best gauge, but... It's not, again, not really quantifiable, either, right? It's open to interpretation. your interpretation of what a genuine smile is. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Like something like a good sense of humor kind of goes along with that, I guess, too. Like somebody yeah. who's not super serious and down all the time. But. When you mentioned the list, I thought like really hard points. Like, I see. You know, I've heard yeah. people who have been like, they have to make this much money. They have to be this height. They have is, to, those yeah. are like, those are numbers. That's intense. Those, and I don't know if you want to treat your, no. you know, your relationship like a checklist where it's like, oh, this person has to check all these boxes or I'm not interested. Because like I said, you might be surprised. Just pass that list across the table and fill this out, please. Oh, no, I said five, nine and up and you're five. <laughs> Eight out the BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. My wife McKenna did this thing yesterday that she sometimes does. She's quite clumsy. Yeah. God love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she stubs her toe or bangs her knee into something, or like last night, she whacked her head on the range hood. Oh, no. She'll let out a yelp that I will hear from wherever I am in the house. Yeah. And then I have two choices, mm-hmm. both of which are losing plays for me. I can either say nothing. At which point she'll say, oh, don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> or I can say, are you okay? And she'll say, no, I'm not okay. And I'm like, okay, so those are my two options. Those are the only two ways I can respond yeah. to her And neither herself. of them are good. Neither of them are good. Ne- of them neither of them win. No, nope. like they're my fault. Yeah. So. That's fair. Yeah. I think we're all like that, though. A like, little bit. When you do, yeah, especially like something like stubbing your toe, right? We're like, ah! <laughs> just no, nobody talk to me. Nobody look at me. Yeah, you gotta walk it off for a bit. Okay, take take ten. Go walk it off, and then you'll be okay. I guess. But but if I don't talk to her, then I'm in trouble for not showing true. concern. Yeah. yeah, there's no winning in that one. No, but you're right. I I'm the same way. If I like, if I accidentally hurt myself, I get irrationally angry. Yeah, like if I bite my tongue or oh, something. Yeah. Or even like I've mentioned this before, but if you if if like my headphones get caught in something and get ripped out of my ear, that's an awful you, feeling. You don't want to be the next person that I see because no. whatever you're doing, it's going to be wrong. Yeah, you just happen to be in the line of fire. And- As humans, there's just something that happens for to us. And again, it takes like a minute or two to pass, and then you're good again. But in that minute or two, you better not cross my path. Okay. B and S in twenty minutes or less. Well, if you do stub your toe and cry out in pain. You know where your neighbors won't hear you, Shauna? Shane Holmes, yeah. quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. Yeah, as an electrician, I uh, sometimes get hit in the face with a wire. Okay. okay. And that maddens, that sends me to a level of angry I can't fathom when I'm like a normal level-headed person. <laughs> it's so irrational. I'm just like, I want to rip it out of the wall or whatever I gotta do I you know like I wanna throw my hammer I don't know what it is I can't figure out what I wanna do but it makes me so mad you just like oh. when they say you see red it's it's almost literal isn't it it's yeah literal yeah and it's, and it's it could be nothing it's just a little touch a little touch on the face but it's, your face skin seems to be so sensitive maybe it's just me but oh. just so angry oh, so mad yeah yeah oh man that's funny Okay, yeah. um, so how often, how many times a day or how often throughout a work week would you zap yourself with electricity? Would I zap? Well, it depends on what I'm, uh, if I'm working on live. Almost, probably once a week. Once a week, okay. Yeah, I, I, I tend to get a little complacent sometimes, yeah. We were just talking recently, my, my buddy made a good point about how, like, doesn't matter who you are, guys get really uncool when they zap themselves. Like, oh my God. they'll let out like a, uh, something yeah. like my, Yeah, my, 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 uh, my neck muscles clench, and I go, here and I go, ah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. with Shauna. So Steve asked me to look up the etymology of the term turn a blind eye. 
Mm. And I was like, hmm, I've never done that one before. That means to just kind of like ignore something, pretend it isn't happening. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is thanks to a member of the British fleet who was second in command at the time, Horatio Nelson. So Horatio was blinded in his right eye during the war with France back in the, the late 1700s. But in 1801, in the Battle of Copenhagen, Horatio Nelson was told that he should withdraw. And I guess the admiral at the time thought that not pro- not much progress was being made, so he gave him the signal to retreat. But Horatio disagreed with that tactic at the time, so he apparently raised his telescope to his blind eye <laughs> and announced, I have only one eye, and I have a right to be blind sometimes. I really do not see the signal. <laughs> and then he kept fighting. So he li- That's hilarious. He literally, apparently, yeah, put telescope to his blind. I was like, I don't see the signal, so we're going to keep down, fighting. Stand down. He's like, I don't, no. I don't see it. No. I can't see it. Because you got the telescope to the wrong eye. No, I don't. I no. just don't see it. Just don't no, see it. I guess sorry, we're going to carry on. Never saw it. Continue. <laughs> and I guess they did. They kept fighting, and they won the battle. So uh, he was right in that. Uh, but, uh, that's hilarious. That's some Fairly poetic insubordination, isn't it? Sure wow. is. Yep. Good for that guy, Horatio Nelson. Horatio Nelson. <laughs> what literally a, what turned a fella. blind eye. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Little victories. Yeah, oh. That's nice. Yeah. Cold Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Let's look on the bright side, Shauna. Yeah. Little victories. Uh, gas at most stations was like a dollar nineteen this morning. Holy crap! Yeah. I know. That's decent, hey. I or- filled up at one twenty-one, and I was so excited. Although it was so weird because I filled up at one twenty-one Saturday morning, and then was driving out of town, and it was one thirty-five. Still, at other- I was like, Yeah, this-, this is quite the difference. The gas station in my neighborhood's one thirty. Like they just haven't got with the program yet. Yeah. So- um, and then in Banff, it was 160. And I'm whoa. like, okay, that's a that's a difference. Yeah. 119. I was trying to think, like, is 119 a good price? Or is it just that we've been paying so much for so long that we think 119 is a good price? I feel like that's... That's a pretty good price. Pretty much around where it was before things went crazy. Yeah. So that's good. And we have gas that's 15 to 20 cents cheaper than the rest of the country right that now. So that's also a little victory. Yeah, I think the national average is like 141 or something right now. So we're doing pretty good. We're winning. Uh, also, I washed my vehicle yesterday. Knowing it wouldn't stay clean, but it just to, to see it clean just for a little bit was so nice. So nice. So I'm going to do that today. Yeah. It has been filthy. For, it's so filthy right now, Beckler, that my door is sticking. <laughs> There's so much dirt that I have to yank on my door to open it. It's disgusting. Well, and when you get in and out, if you if there's someone parked close to you, it looks like you're trying to avoid like the laser beams in a diamond heist or something. You're just like... Look at this jacket I'm wearing. Yeah. It's, it's white from leaning up against my vehicle. Nothing you can do about that. No. So yeah. to clean it even just briefly, even though it's going to warm up tomorrow oh, yeah. and it's going to get dirty again, it was to see how your windows properly. Yeah. It's a little victory, Shauna. I need to do that today. I can't wait bucks. for it. Yeah. Little victory. Oh, good. Calgary right. has to be one of the, mo- if not the most difficult city in the developed world to keep a vehicle clean, wouldn't oh, you yeah. say? Yeah. Like among cities with paved roads. Mm-hmm. I can't Definitely. think of anywhere that would be worse. Because of our Chinooks. Yeah. Because of the Chinooks. But washing it. Okay, I'm doing that. Little victory. I want to do it right now so bad. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Got another Fortune 500 business for you, Beckler. Let's have her. Wags to Whiskers. It's another dog business. Wags to Whiskers. Now, I'm kind of torn on this because it's a play on rags to riches, I believe, right? Yeah, it starts strong. It does. And Mm. then it kind of teeters off a little bit. Yeah. It farts at the end a little. little, Whiskers and riches aren't. No. That close? No, kind of deflates a bit there, right? Wags so, to witches would... <laughs> Wags to witches, yeah. Wags to witches, but it doesn't make as much sense. It doesn't, no. That's how my son Brigham would say it. Wags to witches. Wags to witches. Yeah. 
Like if, yeah, if there was some way of combining those two businesses of some sort, there were witches that did something with your dogs, that's different. But yeah, wags to whisker is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's half a pun. Okay. I think it's half a pun. It, it can earn a spot on the Fortune 500 list. Okay, you're going to give it to it? I think so. Okay. But I mean, you may have heard like we're running ads right now for Central Bark. Yes. Doggy daycare and mm-hmm. grooming spa. That one's a solid one. Yeah, and they spell spa, S-P-A-W. Yes. Spa. Really strong. That's how you do. It's true. That's how you do a dog pun. Or friend of the show, Heather, told me about another dog sitting business called Heavy Petting. <laughs> I like that one. That's really. Yeah. That's yeah. Double entendre. That one. Yeah. And it's a little sexy too. Oh my. <laughs> that's how you do a dog oh pun. Oh my. That's how you do a dog mm, pun. Okay. But still. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll give him a nod on All the right. old F500. F- F- BNS in 20 minutes or less. I heard the song the other day. Uh, the song The Way I Are by Timbaland. I don't oh. know if you remember that song, Shauna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I forgot it was called The Way I Are. Okay. Yeah, that's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reminded, that song came out when I was in grade 12, and right. it was a massive hit. Yeah. It was everywhere. It was huge. And hearing it took me back to that time in pop music, that the pop music of like when you and I were in high school just finishing up, which I consider to be some of the worst music ever released. Yeah, it was, that was a bad stretch in music. Like, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing Black Eyed Peas or yeah. Nelly Furtado. Oh, and I was, like Black Eyed Peas and what? the odd Nelly song, really? Nelly Furtado song. Oh, yeah. man. I'm like a bird. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was bad. It was a bad time, it was a bad time. Yeah, but I'm wondering if every teenage music fan feels that way about the pop music of their era. You know, that's a good question. Like this was at the height of my music snobbery too. Yeah, where you know I was I was extra harsh in my opinions about pop music. Whereas now, like if I like a song, I I like the song. You know, whether it's yep. A number one hit in the pop world, or it's obscure. Mm-hmm. I just, if it sounds good, I like it. But yeah. back then, like when you're, you know, when you're a teenager and your your identity is so tied to the type of music that you like. Yes, but only if you're not a pop fan, because pop fans like they love that music, right? That's right? They probably still do to this day. It's like I look back at '80s music. My boyfriend, huge '80s music fan, and God, there's a lot of bad, bad <laughs> '80s songs. Like I'm just not a fan of that, and I wasn't born in that. You know, wasn't raised on '80s music. Yeah, too young for that. But yeah, I don't know. So I wonder oh, if God, everyone thinks the pop music from when they were young yeah. is the worst pop music. Because I think that like... Do you think even if they liked it at the time, they look back and think that? Maybe. I don't know. You'd have a nostalgia kicking in maybe and yeah. then you'd, you'd enjoy it again. Oh, that song was awful though. Yeah. Now that's going to be stuck in my head too. Did you like the Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, there's the I odd song that by them. That, yeah, it's bangers. Oh, it's man. Bangers. I mean, I don't... I don't. I don't think it's good music, but yeah, there are some songs that I I would listen to for sure. Oh, they had a bit. Remember these? Is it? I've got a feeling. Is that them? Yeah, that was their biggest hit. That tonight's gonna be. Yeah, but I, I've I, I think like I've blocked song. most of it out. But they had some bad stuff. They, they used sure to do a lot did. of spelling in their songs. Oh yeah, you're right. It was just spell words. That was a thing for a while yeah. though. B a n a n a s too. Like, what are we doing time, here? Around yeah, the same time. Odd. <laughs> the spelling the era. Spelling of pop era. Music. <laughs> BNS in twenty minutes or less. So, friend of the show, Paul sent me this this TikTok of a woman who was making fun of early risers and the things that they say, Beckler. And it's pretty similar to our snobs bit, but I laughed pretty hard because there's a quite a few things that you and I, I think, are guilty of as being people who wake up the ass crack of dawn. Yep, we have uh, we have done early morning snobs in the past. Yeah, and you and I are both. Early morning snobs, I would say. We really are, but I just wanted to play you a couple of these just little yeah. little gems for you. I had like dinner at 
twelve thirty p.m. Yeah, like if you wake up before five, like you're gonna be successful. Mark Zuckerberg does that. The other guy, like it's just like what we do. And I'm putting myself in that category because I wake up at four forty-five every morning, <gasps> and I just feel like better. Like not physically better. Like I feel better than people. It's like when they just start their day at like seven thirty. I hate to tell you, like slacker, slack much, slacker. You know, like I don't want to say it's all singing by two p.m. <laughs> asleep <laughs> by 2 p.m by 2 p.m <laughs> i was it's so funny because uh, friends know this about me because you and i will eat lunch at i'm about to have lunch right now yes i will have dinner at like 4 30 so people are like can we go for dinner at like 8 and i'm like oh that's way past when i'm going for dinner in fact yes i am winding down by 8 p.m so i wonder where it became widely accepted though that getting up early well, it meant that you were like a go-getter and productive. There's so many books about that, right? It's like these people, again, they're these self-help books that these early risers have put out being like, if you wake up before four, you will just be more successful. So I think people kind of caught on to it that way. Yeah, but I mean, some people just work better Yes, at night. There is you know, no they, better than, there's nothing better. The only reason we wake up is because our job makes us wake up that oh, early. I don't I didn't do have it for to, fun. I would not be up at the hour. No. 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 People hear that like four, like that is un godly they're like that's still the middle of the night and i'm like i know yeah right? it's almost yesterday but when we've <laughs> it feels been up like yesterday sometimes. this long already on a day then yes we get hungry for lunch already we've been up for for here we are i almost sound snobby saying that well I i've know. been up for so long that i'm hungry for lunch now i think it's a coping mechanism i think so when you have to be up so early and it's you realize true. that like oh this is taking years off my life yeah. like I'm, I'm gonna die earlier because of this you have to be like no it's because i'm a good it's because i'm a go-getter yeah and people who sleep in later than me are lazy do you know how much <laughs> i get done <laughs> the bns in 20 minutes or less Podcast. My parents and my brother are in Italy right now on a vacation. Right. Really enjoying themselves, seeing awesome. some cool stuff. Yeah. They, uh, they were at the Vatican the other day, and they FaceTimed me right after, and they asked, do you think it's wrong to fart at the Vatican? <laughs> like, is it disrespectful? They're Catholic. No. I mean, no? if you have to let one, if you have to punch one out, you just let it go. Like, what, do you have to leave the Vatican if you gotta... Yeah. There's <laughs> a bunch of Catholics standing outside. Looking around nervously. Why are you guys out here? Huh? Keep your That's same as you. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little, little, little air biscuit I had to get get rid of here. That, and I guarantee all the old priests and cardinals and stuff. Oh, there are, yeah. Definitely lose some loose bums among them, for sure. Absolutely. There's, you're not the only person gassed in the Vatican. No, and as means. you get older, you know, it's just, it's, you can't help it. No. They, they slip out of there, you know? It's just... You, yeah, cheeks are a little bit looser, and you let them go, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I had an older friend, and you'd just be standing there talking to him, and <laughs> he had no idea. Yep, no idea. Nope, that's what happens. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of that going on. My grandma used to; she was a little bit hard of hearing, and so she would let one fly and think that nobody heard it. But of course, she didn't hear it. The rest of us did, and we'd all just <laughs> pretend we didn't. It's like talking too loud with headphones in. Yeah. The old person version of that. Eh? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I said I think you're fine. I said I think there's probably been, you know. Two millennia worth of farts at the Vatican. So Absolutely. You're good. Yeah, you're totally fine. <laughs> if anything, you're leaving a little something to yourself behind. It's it. That's just it. Getting rid of the old, uh, you know, the evil ghosts is what you're doing. <laughs> that was the devil. Get rid of yeah, the devil coming Oh, the God, I'm glad the devil's gone now. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.
92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have VNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.